So yeah, welcome. This is Creative's Confessions. I'm Samuel, your host, and we're joined today by... Shelby. Shelby <laughs> is a creative. She's a youth worker. She's a makeup artist, and she runs a community called Hasis. It's a company. Yeah. Yeah, uh, company community organization. Yeah, which is uh, all about um, women and young women, and for them to have a space to freely express themselves. It's a mm-hmm. community for them to feel safe and to fight against any kind of injustice and mm-hmm. discrimination, which is beautiful in my opinion. Thank you. As I've already said to you plenty of times, and you have news for that, don't you? You were saying to me earlier. Yeah, so, so we finally got ourselves a building. We've got a little home, which we have it weekly. Every Tuesdays mainly. So yes, we've got a bit of a home. So now we're running up workshops, events. We're coming back with a bang now. Yeah. We're allowed outside. That's good. You can speak to me. Don't worry about that. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, because then otherwise yeah, you get distracted. <laughs> yeah. No, just talk to me. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, so today I brought you on, as I told you before, mm-hmm. to speak about women in the film industry it doesn't have to be specifically in the film industry as you know women in the creative industry in general mm-hmm. and the fact that there isn't i mean you know there starts to be a little bit more diversity now mm-hmm. luckily especially in hollywood which is probably where you know where people get influenced most from mm-hmm. and it's important to have diversity and as i said before as well uh, i did work on a set where it was mainly a, about women it was mm-hmm. i think it was in not a movement um, but a festival where right her direct her and the premise is that most if not all pe- all the crew members are mm-hmm. females so the directors were female that's dope um, everyone was female apart from me and other two guys <laughs> yeah because it was me a group and a gaffer which were all the males on set I think mm-hmm. as I recall and it's it was amazing honestly because usually females are seen, like women, mm-hmm. are usually seen covering roles such as makeup artists mm-hmm. and, um, what's it called? Uh, oh my God, I have a blank. But yeah, makeup artists and clothes yeah. in the film yeah. industry. And it shouldn't just be that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was nice to see, as I said, to see the fact that, you know, it was a woman director where she was one of the few first direct first women directors who actually won an oscar for best picture and best directing did she i think it was yeah native american did you show i didn't you know i started to and then i don't remember but it's it's amazing to see and finally Mm -hmm. it's amazing to see that there's such a diversity especially in a industry like hollywood Mm -hmm. or everywhere and it's needed like it's rightfully so like it's been a it's been a long time coming and it really shouldn't have took this long. Like, as you said, like the roles are normally like makeup, makeup artists, stylists, yeah, that's what I'm runners, saying, yeah. but like women can do so much more. But that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't just be like, I don't know, in my opinion, it should be natural. We shouldn't yeah. have, like we shouldn't have a thing where it's like, oh, it's a female director. Or it's no, it's ma- just a director. It's a director. Like, it, it shouldn't like, matter really whether it's, me in society, it shouldn't like, matter whether it's male or female. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be, it should be equal. Mm-hmm. Like, why does it, why do people look down on the fact that there's female directors or female mm-hmm. um, assistant directors or cinematographers? Mm-hmm. Everyone on, on that set that I worked on was, uh, you know it was female based and I, mm-hmm. I loved it they were all good they were great I didn't see why and the art the isn't any there. less because there are women but that's what I'm saying like usually as I said women is either makeup or they are mm-hmm. either seen on screen yeah mostly yeah. on screen they even get that's into the, the actual roles on screen or usually well. producers a lot of mm-hmm. producers but you know it should be director 
Right, Felicia. Because they bring a different look. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a, a different it's just perspective. Not giving them like, a chance. Yeah. How are you writing from a female's perspective when you're a male? Like, that's what I'm saying. The, that's different. Give the space to a woman. Like, exactly. But that's what it, the thing is. That end, I don't know. I feel like most people don't give them credibility and they don't give mm-hmm. them funding on their films because mm-hmm. not because their film is is bad, but because they're female directors, mm-hmm. and that's so bad. Which also like. If we're talking like biologically and like scientifically, like women are much more nurturing and even with a project, they're going to treat it as a baby. Like, you know, like I know stuff you work on, you're like, oh, like, that's my baby. Like I need to do that. Me, I refer to Asia, I'm my baby all the time. It's like we take care of what we do and we do what we do to the fullest. It, like, only because the women were not, it's not going to be like, oh, we're not going to sissy around it Like we're going to do What yeah, we're going to do And it's like rightfully so it's Probably because you are women And you didn't Like It's always been a bit of a disadvantage In the film industry That mm-hmm. you actually put more work In than most male directors 100% Because You have to prove yourself Twice as much In order mm-hmm. to get the same amount of Recognition Which is absolutely ridiculous Exactly Yes But yeah What have you got to add on that? In terms of you know, what have you found out from Hasis and from speaking to different uh, women or young women, mm-hmm. um, which are creatives or which just come through and do youth work with mm-hmm. you? So Hasis, we normally work with um, young women and girls uh, around the ages of 13 to 25. And um, something that I've really figured out is like identity and that like expression. Um we actually had a conversation about this the other day. Um, society really pushes, express yourself, be yourself. But especially for girls, the girls that I've been speaking to, it's like, oh, we can do that only if it's a certain avenue. So only if we are presenting a certain type of brand, yeah, we can express ourselves, we can be true to ourselves. But if we want to express something more outlandish, it's like, mm, no, take that back. Don't Why? express yourself. I'm not quite sure I'm not quite sure It's been like An ongoing conversation That's weird mm-hmm. But they don't feel that they, they don't feel that It's I don't know what They can um, Reach the same kind of level I think it's just I don't know They shouldn't be scared Of holding themselves back just, They shouldn't And that's of, what I've uh, really Been trying to work of on Of difference mm-hmm. Like I think they're just Scared of the fact That it won't go how they wanted to if they strive for more and it's mm-hmm. that shouldn't be the case. There's opportunities for everyone. For literally there is, everyone. There is. But also the the young girls that I work with, a lot of them are from quote unquote deprived areas. Yeah. So it's like finding that opportunity in itself is like near and far like it's pretty hard yeah but I think it's important for you to have established tastes. Mm-hmm. A lot of youth clubs in London have Shut down mm-hmm. During the past years Which is really bad I think it was like Over like eight, 80 youth clubs Across yeah, that is, London that is nuts Like it really helped A lot of people And yeah. plus it's You know It's a way to show them that It's a way to show everyone That regardless You just have to keep mm-hmm. You know Keep going And be patient Because it's not mm-hmm. like, Obviously growing in these Kind of areas is like You're exposed to Different kind of opportunities Which mm-hmm. have uh, bigger I don't know, setbacks with time, and it's like mm-hmm. things come easy with that in a way. Yeah, it's true. Like and I grew up in Peckham. <laughs> I'm born and bred Peckham. Like I rep Peckham to the soul. Like I love Peckham. 
Okay, let me take back love. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I get it. It's where um, you grew up. But it's like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, they should understand that it's not, nothing comes, nothing comes easy. And I think in, mm-hmm. in, in, this, in these kind of uh, circumstances where some kids grow up in London, I mm-hmm. mean, most kids grow up in London, it's like, oh, you know, this can come easy, this, that. But if you have mm-hmm. a bit of patience, then it will mm-hmm. pay back. You know, it'll pay out. And that's what you're showing them. Thank you. So, but yeah, like I grew up in youth clubs as well. Like my mum used to run like a youth play scheme. I used to attend loads of different youth clubs. And that's even part of like why I wanted to do HACES because a lot of the time everyone just chilled, which don't get me wrong, on Friday night I like to chill, like just kick back, chill with your friends, play music. But when there was stuff, it was mainly dominantly for like for the boys. So there'll be like football or there'll be basketball. And like, don't get me wrong, girls can play basketball, but it would be no, predominantly male, predom- yeah, 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 predominantly boys. And the girls would normally like just sit in the corner, listen to music. No. And though it was that, like, yeah, vibes, cool, chill. I got so bored of it. It's like, okay, but why is there nothing for girls? Like you lot are buying footballs, you lot are buying basketballs, you lot are buying playstations. For the boys, what are you buying for us? A speaker? Is that, is that it? what is that what inspired like, you to create Hasis? It was part of it, yeah. It was definitely a part of it. Because I just wanted somewhere where we can solely focus on girlhood and like womanhood and like what it means or how it feels to be a woman in today's society, what sisterhood is, because especially in London, I believe there's not much community for sisterhood. Like there's not a lot of sisterhood. Like, especially like in certain like areas, it's rivalry. Like in every really and truly in every industry, there's so much rivalry, like yeah. Oh, there only can be one woman at top. Like no, but he's, <laughs> you see, like you made me think of my mother. <laughs> she, she hates working with other women because they said that they, there's always so much competition. Mm-hmm. And I think you know this toxic competition really puts people off, and that's mm-hmm. that might also be the reason for why a lot of people, a lot of young women that come to you don't want to. Strive. Yeah, we want to dismantle. Like Hayes wants to dismantle. What kind dismantle of things do you that. do? Like so, in terms of uh, activities. And yeah. Like, what is it that you? Um, we do loads of different workshops and like discussions. Publicize yourself. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah. So we have. So our slogan is community, sisterhood, safe space. So the community side of um Hayes is more so, um more the activist side so like during the first lockdown we did end period poverty where we gave out free personal hygiene bags for young women and girls um that include like tampons uh wipes washcloth soap toothpaste toothbrush because that a lot of access to that was like near and far like not a lot of your girls did um had that and then we have our sisterhood side which is also our workshops so we had like a visual board workshop not too long ago we have self-defense workshops we have um self-love self-care workshops as well as like um knowing your rights or having discussions around gender pay gap or um stereotypes or racism or equality um workshops discussions that's good stuff like that as well as like we have like our fun stuff like games night and oh, yeah, quiz yeah. nights of course yeah. and then the safe, safe safe space part of it is more like personal growth so more like mentoring and um personal plans and stuff like that that's good Shelby thank you that's good. I, you're getting far with this I like it I like it, I like it. we should actually do 
as you know, we should do a whole, um, I wouldn't say a podcast, but like a conversation at Hazes. Yeah, now we've got our building. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now that you've That'll got a place, sick. that would be amazing. So we yeah. can actually speak freely and you could create a series and type of. Uh, yeah, that would be sick. Are you actually with Hazes? No, not yet. We do no, want to go. go we do want to. That'd be amazing. We yeah, you can. It. Yeah. It's but a good I've, place to publicize Me yourself. and cameras and. YouTube, we did um, for our one year anniversary, we did like a podcast called Girls Night In and we just spoke all things female, all things girl. Um, and try not to upload it to YouTube was just a headache. Why? Like, I had to try to do live stream, I had to do it the day after. Nah. I'm just not equipped for that. Like, I'm not equipped. <laughs> you gotta call me, don't worry, I can't help you out. Next time, Happily. definitely. Uh, where's, where's this place again? Uh, Camberwell. Okay, yeah. So we're based in that like, south, all yeah, around south, bad. from Camberwell, Brixton, Peckham. We move around Fulton here. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. We're trying to spread it. out there. Our aim no, is to get in schools. I was thinking about the congestion charges could come with the car. You drove? Of course. You passed! <laughs> sorry, that was the. That, that's gonna, <laughs> <laughs> that's that, gonna hurt. That peak my word. Yeah, like I'm two sorry. years ago, Shelby. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I that's what I'm saying. That. I could just come with the gear because then there's space. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, having to carry all this. That, it's a lot Yeah yeah On public transport in London Is quite mm. a pain Yeah But anyway I was going to ask you What You know living, Leaving the Filmmaking uh, Spectrum For a mm-hmm. little bit In other creative sectors mm-hmm. In other creative uh, Niches uh, In general Why do you think It lacks diversity In what kind of Sectors of the creative industry Lacks a lot of diversity At the minute Um and that there should be more. So as you say, Hollywood Hollywood, and the film industry mm-hmm. are implementing it much more, which, you know, sometimes I feel like it's for political reasons, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't care for what reason they do it as long as they uh, do yeah, it. Yeah, they're do doing you know it. I mean? Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know. Um, writers in general, like, I feel like women writers need to get pushed forwards. I would say photography. A, yeah, I to be honest, most photographers that I know are women. Really? That's most good. of them, yeah, because they, uh, yeah. I know a lot of upcoming photographers, but I don't know if opportunities are given to the women. But I don't know. I actually don't Do you know. Think it's just fear. Of, I don't uh, think it's fear. I just generally don't feel like. I feel like doors will get open, but as soon as. You're there, doors are closed. Was that, oh, it's, uh, it's a woman. Yeah. That's so bad. As well as, like, on top of that, like, depending on, like, your ethnic background, like, that being a oh, black yeah, woman a, of course, is a, a lot whole dis- new You know, like, it, it does seem like there are there is no discrimination on race, whether, mm. you know, you've got, uh, you know, a African background, an Asian background, mm-hmm. wherever there's... There's still a lot of discrimination, mm-hmm. which isn't shown, which that was pissing me off. It's like, you know, they act like they're open-minded where mm-hmm. it's just not the case. Yeah. Some, <laughs> and, they do just think that they're fit. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We've got one, we got one woman in this team, so woohoo. Okay, yeah, that's but, diversity. Well, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, is it? Yeah. It's not equal opportunity. Um, what else? Speak up. I'm not quite sure. My mind's gonna be a blank. Yeah, same. I'm actually quite knackered. I need to catch back on things. And the timer still isn't on. Mate. We go from town. No, but okay. I don't know. 
um, music artists are stepping up. Women artists are stepping up. But the the producers, I don't think there's enough female producers. Do you know anything? Like, do you know... Um, you said before that you also worked in a set, which was predominantly women. Mm-hmm. What was that about? Um, that was a uh, walk with walk with production. What? They had a female set for. And what was the film about? Um, it's called Escape. It sh- it's not out yet, but it should be out by the time this comes out. I was actually thinking I wanted to make because I was I am in the process of writing a short mm-hmm. based on feminism. Okay, but like women mainly, mm-hmm. and I'm still trying to figure out the story. Although I want it to be a representation of of strength, mm-hmm. obviously not physical strength. You know what you could but do? Not, not you physical could... strength because that doesn't make sense. So as a as characters, okay, you know, characteristical strength as pulling through. Obviously, you know, there's a lot that can be included. But yeah. what were you saying? You could come down to um, one of our hasty sessions and like run run a session or I can help you run a session and we talk about like what is strength what does it look like Um, so we have the space five to eight and it's just like we do whatever we want but um, in regards to that we could do it like um, a discussion like you come down I'll tell the girls like it could be like a research project almost that you come down and then we chill have a discussion do some activities about what is strength, what does strength mean? What does it look like? What are the kind of things that you're discussing now? So like what, um, what main subjects are you, because obviously is, you know, I think, I mean, I hope some people would be interested in mm-hmm. hearing what, <laughs> why are you smiling? <laughs> what, um, what kind of things you're discussing? What's going um, on? Currently. Because there's, there's probably, sub, there's probably things that you're talking about, which a lot of people want to, uh, talk up, or, like mm-hmm. speak up on, or want to learn more about. Um, Right now it's very personal because a lot of our girls are in exam season. So right now we're talking about like um, school stress and then like um, home. So like obviously schools are just recently opened back and like work, doing school from home, how that affects. Um, yeah, a lot of them are doing their GCSEs, but their GCSEs are being graded by the school. Um, what? That's crazy. That's how yeah. it's That's how it works now. That's how it's working at the no, moment. That is so bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. So we're just talking about that a lot right now, and um, we are talking about social media and like the different types of women on social media. So it might be like the Instagram baddie, or what do you think? Oh, even okay, even that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Do you think this is in order to in order for women or people just people in general nowadays mm-hmm. to have a voice on social media how can, like I just feel like it's not about the artistry anymore is it what do you mean by that because a lot of people that do go famous on these kind of social media mm-hmm. platforms is just for something superficial for their looks in other words yeah, yeah like I, yeah, yeah, I just try, yeah, yeah I wouldn't say look yeah okay maybe looks is a big part of it. Yeah. But general superficial yeah. uh, factors which make people famous. And mm-hmm. uh, I was speaking to her on the last podcast. It's like, it, it, it just seems that it's not about the artistry anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you're good at doing. Because then there's a lot of people, no, there's a lot of people that do get famous mm-hmm. for that. 
But it's but, interesting because I thought it would be at a peak now, especially like during like the first lockdown. Well, everybody turned to art. Like everybody turned to art. Everyone was listening to music more. Everyone was watching, watching TV, films watching films. Because yeah, now everything's streaming. Now mm-hmm. cinemas open back up. Let's hope they go back into but it. But even like a lot of people will do more physical art for expression, whether that's writing, poetry, um, visual arts, yeah, painting. Yeah, but I'm saying there should be more recognition for it's, that. There's, but there's not. And I thought there would be, especially like from the lockdown, everybody was doing it. So I thought it would be at its peak now, but I'm not quite sure why it's not, but it's not. No, it's not. It's because, you know, nowadays the most, the most valuable asset that anyone has, and especially on social media, is attention. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's what it's based on, is just who can grab more attention now about mm. who's, you know, who's actually putting in more work. Mm-hmm. You know, because it even for, for us in the film industry, when we put out work, even if it's like five to ten minutes, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It, it took, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot that went into it. <laughs> it took weeks, do you know? Yeah. What I mean? It takes weeks to film things like that. Mm hmm. And there's not that kind of recognition that is just attention. Mm-hmm. And that is the, you know, the, the value that mm-hmm. is given out. Who can, who can grab more? And I think it pushes the younger generation in the wrong direction, especially mm-hmm. young females to want it, you know, to, you know, the way to just get parents' attention and then they go on it for wrong reasons. They show different mm-hmm. things. They just become like everyone else. It's easy to fall down that rabbit hole. But, but that's the thing with art. Like, is you know when when you go into a creative field, mm-hmm. you don't you know attention is is key and having an audience is key because mm-hmm. they're the ones that in in sorts pay you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's um, you know when you do go into an artist artist kind of um, field, you do it because you like it. You don't do it for the money. Mm-hmm. And people aren't doing it for that anymore. People are doing it for the money. And you yeah. don't go into that's the first thing I say to people when I get them on set is like if you like if you're ready to work, the work. Mm-hmm. You, if you go to the industry into the industry f- for money, then you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. No, I'm not gonna make names. But <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something. There was one guy in college. You know, we went college together. Yeah. You know, just for banger. There yeah. was one guy in college, which he was doing filmmaking too. And mostly music videos. Okay. I don't think I know who you're talking about. Okay, no. You probably you might not, you might do. Yeah. Okay. Um but he was just doing it for the wrong reasons. He was mm-hmm. getting shoots. He's not doing Nothing. Okay. And that is the thing. Like he was getting shoots for money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of I'm people do it for judge, clout. Like, like they want to be at you, top with yeah, the you cool don't people. Do it for money, because it's you like don't. if you do it for money, you're not gonna do it to the best of your ability. And that's mm-hmm. that was the thing with him. He was like he was he was getting jobs mm-hmm. based on the money that they were giving him, but he didn't like them. Mm. And he wouldn't do them to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. You know, we could say this, his name was Bob. Even if he's a fictional character, doing things for money is going to make you hate mm-hmm. what you do. And I feel like people need to start knowing their worth. Like, your money isn't dependent on your worth. Like, wait, let me let me rephrase no, that. No, but money comes... 
money comes when people notice that you're doing things because you yeah. like them because you're producing good work I know a lot of people which mm-hmm. make no I made no money of this podcast mm-hmm. I do it because I like it mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that um, you know started personal TV shows or I know a lot of people that started channels or mm-hmm. communities they don't get any revenue from it. Mm-hmm. They spend a lot of money on it, but it's just doing it because you like it. Yeah, Hasis is a non-profit organization. But that's what I'm saying. Like, But I think a lot of people will put worth and money hand in hand. But I, I say worth and quality is goes hand in hand. Like your worth grows more your quality grows rather than your worth grows more your money grows because more your worth grows more your quality grows that's where the money would come but a lot of people are doing it money than worth than quality whereas that don't make sense you no, know what it I should mean be, you should be known and like it, that work is amazing yeah because like reputation counts yeah even if if there isn't reputation between uh you know, people in the outside, people in the reputation in yeah. the community. Yeah. You're known for Hasis and for the work you're doing and mm-hmm. for being an actress within people in the community. Mm-hmm. But for the quality of work you produce, mm-hmm. you hold the name for yourself because you do things that count and that matter mm-hmm. to you. So you do them properly. Mm-hmm. And that's more important mm-hmm. than clout. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's and I feel not- like people need to start saying no to stuff. Some I can tell some people just say yeah to stuff. Is it still rolling? I don't know what happened there. Did it die? No, it's still on, ain't it? What, the... the wait, pause the on a second. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to edit this out. Huh? You're going to have to edit this out. No, I'm not going to. See, that's what I mean. That'll be... You have to keep talking. Um, what now? Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I feel like... I forgot what I was... That's it. Like, I feel like people need to start saying no to stuff more. Um, okay, wait. Okay. <laughs> ah, I have to get a new... I have to get wire. a new... Yeah, I have to get a new cable because it just cut off. That's all right. now it's on, but it's probably going to go off in like two minutes. That's okay. So whoever is watching this on YouTube, which is probably going to be like three people counting, but... <laughs> We're working away. <laughs> I'm <up>. joking. <laughs> yeah, but whoever's watching, then yeah, the video cut off. At least we got some of it. Yeah. Before it cut off. We have the audio anyway, it's fine. It yeah. happened the same thing last time, but I didn't get the time to get a new cable. Oh, we're getting a new cable today. That's the last thing you're going to do today. I have to, yeah, but it's far. Like, I have to go all the way to. Okay, maybe not today. Oldgate. How far is Oldgate from here? I don't know. Anyway, what, what lines on what line? I haven't. I don't remember. On? I don't go to those <laughs> areas. <laughs> but yeah. But, but anyway, yeah. Let's keep talking. Um, what was he saying? I said I feel like more people need to reject stuff that don't align with them. Say no if it don't align with you. Curious because I was watching. The, Jesus, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching a video um, of this guy who was saying about the art of saying no, mm-hmm. and this uh, is something I mentioned in the last podcast as well. It's just like you gotta, you gotta be able to say no to things, mm-hmm. you know. To even if you know it's paid, but it's all about how you value your services. It's not mm-hmm. if if you don't think that they are valuing it, just. <laughs> 
I'm not going to say anything, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if they don't value your services at the start, you don't realize, you realize with time that you got to say no. Because mm-hmm. it's honestly a piss take. And they, you know, as I was saying before, it takes time to create projects. It mm-hmm. takes money to create projects. The equipment that we buy, you know, this studio, mm-hmm. it costs studio time. Mm-hmm. The equipment that we're filming on or recording on, it's expensive. And it, mm-hmm. It's really expensive. And mm-hmm. it's those kind of things that you build in your career. And if someone, if you know that they have budget mm-hmm. and they, in a way, take the piss, then you should just say no. Because mm-hmm. you're undervaluing your services and you're also saying something about yourself. No, it's like, you know. But like, if you don't believe in the project, just don't do it. No, that's what, exactly, yeah. Just, just don't. Like, yeah, everything if, you're saying, just take it. You know what I mean? Like, don't feel like people take it it is a money hungry world right yeah, now yeah but you see you just it's it knowing who you are as an mm-hmm. artist kind of finding out there's a lot of jobs that came my way which is like because I don't do music videos mm-hmm. I don't think you've I don't do music videos it depends which ones but it's usually when people approach you in London for music videos you know what kind of music videos they are yeah and it's a lot of times I was like no mate like, I mean you're coming to the wrong person this is mm-hmm. not what I do and I probably wouldn't be able to give you Mm-hmm. And that's that's powerful. But that's that's things that people need to learn. Mm-hmm. You've learned that, but a lot of young artists haven't. Mm-hmm. It's like saying no to projects, even if they're paid. Mm-hmm. But it's not something I want to have on my reel. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I would do because I don't do videos where there's a lot of effects. I don't like mm-hmm. that. And that's that's value, as you were mm-hmm. saying before, is self worth. Mm-hmm. And being able to say no on certain occasions is self-worth. Mm-hmm. It is. What do you think? Keep they talking. know it's part of self-care. Yeah, though you might do a hair mask, you might, I don't know, turn off your phone for the day. Say no is all a part of that. Like, no. You know, ta- no is part of self-discipline. Tarantino, I don't even know if he owns a, <laughs> a smartphone. Is it? But his... Uh, his Oh, yeah, I know car for what can I do? The camera. I need to I need to get a new cable because this is pissing me off. What uh, are you gonna see the visual from the camera or no? What do you mean? Yeah, you are until okay. it cut off, yeah. Okay, okay. And then I'm gonna put like this like kind of ring of audio, blah, blah. Okay. But anyway, there's a lot of directors, including Tarantino, which have mm-hmm. this uh no cell phones on set mm-hmm. thing. And most don't have that, but I think it's it's, it's needed, it's good. You wouldn't, I don't know, you you probably listen to music on the mm-hmm. way to, to anything. But a lot of people don't like to. I don't, for example. I don't often, like, I don't have headphones with me today. Because it's distracting. I think it's distracting. It's mood setting. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It changes when it my comes mood. To, when, it, when I'm on my way to certain things, I want to be a blank canvas. Exactly, that, I thought it was just... You know, a few people, but it's because when you listen to any kind of tracks, even if it switches from one to the other, it just changes your mood. Yeah, and it's so bad. Yeah, I'm I'm an empath, so like I feel it. So it's like I I would either listen to like an audio book if like if I'm on my way to something and I need like some extra inspo or a podcast or a podcast or just nothing at all. Like just take it in. yeah Like taking Where I'm at Or just or thinking just my going, travel uh, Yeah we're just going You mm-hmm. know around thinking That music Music is so distracting And actually I need Podcast recommendations Funnily enough oh, yeah. I know we do podcasts <laughs> But I don't listen To any okay. It's like It's like Watching films A lot of people Don't watch films Like I get easily influenced By mm-hmm. things 
And I don't know if it's the same with you, but I subconsciously copy things if mm-hmm. I watch too much of it. Yeah. So I'd yeah. rather be blank in I'm my own space. I'm the worst for that. I'm the worst for that. Because I will like reference so much. Right now, for me, it's TikTok. Like, I will reference so much stuff yeah, from TikTok. Yeah, my little sister. I know. <laughs> I'm sick of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Though you might learn stuff from it, I just feel like, yeah, if you consume too much of anything, you it unconsciously taps into it you. It influences and then, you, right? Yeah. And then you do some, do everything based on that. And then is your art your own now? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's just even YouTube, watching too much mm-hmm. of YouTube influences mm-hmm. your content. During like, you know, the lockdown, the tier three, tier four mm-hmm. around winter, I was obsessed with true crime documentaries. And Why? That really Everyone <laughs> now is so obsessed with true crime docs. And it's like, I mean, true yes. True crime docs and like true crime YouTubers. And uh, like around that time, I was so scared to travel at night. And it's because of me watching the true crime documentaries. And I used to have like uh, really bad like night terrors. Doc. I think people are just tormented now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Wait, mm, that's... I don't know what it is. There's just trends, but yeah, it's it's all trends. We're going um, close to the closing time, and okay. why has she got no head? It's a painting. That is so good. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah, we need that. we need to, to pack up, so we yep. should just uh, shut off. I think this is I think first of many conversations because I feel like we could talk for a lot yeah, longer. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I don't know, like. I saw I didn't want to get it wrong mm-hmm. in terms of speaking about women in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you on because you gave a lot of insight. I feel like we only touched on it so we could go for days. I feel like we could No, go but like more. we touched on the basis. Yeah, on and the I basis. I think if we do more research in general. Yeah. In terms of that, then we can do it. But that's why I was like, yeah. it's important to go to, I want to I want to come over to Hayes to actually speak mm-hmm. to everyone and see their things on it because we could get, we could gather a lot of uh insight and mm-hmm. different points of views because mm-hmm. obviously everyone's different and regardless mm-hmm. if they were born in this you know born and raised in the same neighborhood same uh-huh. settings everyone has different ways of perceiving life and so mm-hmm. that's why i want to speak to them but we will yeah. come back on this topic because it's we a will. huge topic yeah yeah and, it's, and i need more it's important. we both do <laughs> <laughs> but anyways thank you very much Thank you. Thank you very much, Shelby, for coming through. Thank you. And yeah, this is it, isn't it? This is it. Say bye to everyone. Bye, guys. I'm going to look at the camera. (laughs) The camera's off. Bye, guys.